just passed the Wolf Hotel in Ellenwood, Kansas. There we go. My uh, my stepmom, Mary, she sent me a text. In their neighborhood, there is a, like, nine-foot wolf that they normally put out for Halloween. I think it is a werewolf. I really am 100% on that. It's, like, nine and a half feet tall. It's massive. It's just completely scary looking. They got it out there wearing a chief shirt. And she said, either... <laughs> My neighbors are very, very, very large, big fans of yours. And they just have the dirty werewolf out here. Or they're just saying that this is their version of Casey Wolf. Somebody in the text, I do not like Vince Quinn. You don't like Vince Quinn? This guy? Oh, yeah. I, I really think it's more about the Eagles beating themselves. If they play a clean game or at least a decent game, they should win. Well, that's really... That's just, I mean, how do you? Oh, yeah. I, I really think oh, it's more yeah. about the Eagles beating themselves. If they play a clean game or at least a decent game, they should win. Yeah, normally. It's like saying, so what do you think the Royals are going to have to do to win? Well, I think Brady Singer, if he goes nine innings, gives up two hits and no runs, I think the Royals should probably win the game. Well, no kidding. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I would hope that that would happen too. You know? You think we get this in the Super Bowl? There's no foul in the play for a block in the back. Oh. Timeout. I mean, there's not a lot of people that I would be like, you know what, I'm okay that that guy did that in that situation. He's won. Like, there's some people that I'm like, you know what, that sucks. Like, you know, that guy just, you know, that that's tough for that guy. Like, I've been in a restaurant, like, the server didn't know what beers were on tap, and you know that, like, he just had had a day, and he, could, he went to the back contemplating hitting the marble light real quick, probably went to the bathroom, hit his vape pen, came back out, and was like, I... We have Bud Light. There's no foul in the play for a block in the back. Timeout. That man deserved to be crying in that situation. Chris Jones would have had 16 and a half sacks on the season. What's even better is that Roger Goodell. Uh, I think for us, when you look at officiating, I don't think it's ever been better in the league. There's no foul in the play for a block in the back. I know. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning into the show tonight. Dusty Leggins with you, Jed Marshall with you. Only about 45 more minutes left. 55 if you're good at math. Um, the way we led the show off tonight, if you were with us, I appreciate it. If not, welcome to it. Um, I think I'm done. I think I'm done with the, the soft back and forth. I think I'm uh I think I'm over the whole storylines that are, you know, soft-sided, you know, pillow soft. I'm done with it. Let's play the game. Right? Let's play the game. Let's stop having people like this talk about our quarterback. Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in football. Mm. Okay. Now, let me be very clear with what I'm saying, okay? Chiefs fans. Patrick Mahomes best player. He's the most talented player in the NFL, and he's the most dynamic weapon. Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in football. When it comes to quarterbacking, when it comes to yep. understanding play calls, when it comes to understanding what you have to do with the football, when it comes to understanding what the defense is, when it comes to understanding pocket manipulation, when it comes to timing and rhythm and accuracy and ball play, uh, Joe Burrow's the best. Mm -hmm. He's the standard right now. The, the consistency with what Joe does. I'm done with Orlovsky. Let those type of people throw the disrespect. 
Because now Dan Orlovsky wants to put Patrick Mahomes in his top five quarterbacks of all time, and it's stupid because he's doing it. Now, if I say it on a Canadian radio station, it's fine because I'm not Dan Orlovsky. I don't put cucumbers in my taco meat. Never going to let him go for that. He thinks Reese's are overrated. And the other thing that's disrespectful that kind of went under the radar that a lot of people forget because of these these powder puff stories, which are great, right? Like the Super Bowl should have a lot of these, right? You should have storylines like this. Matthew Stafford was one last year. He's been good his whole career. Can he finally get the ring? Aaron Donald, the best defensive player to not win a Super Bowl. Can he get one? And he got one. Joe Burrow, Joe Cool, beat Patrick Mahomes, like big storyline. Don't need to say he's better. Don't need to say he has a brighter future. But those are cool stories. Let's play the game. The Travis Kelsey, Kelsey versus Kelsey, mom and dad involved, cookies on the Super Bowl main stage. It's fun. Crumble the cookies. Let's play football. The disrespect is there for the Kansas City Chiefs. Right? Like, I like A.J. Brown. I like Jalen Hurts. I like Jason Kelsey. I don't like Nick and Sue. I really don't like that guy a lot. But the Eagles are a likable team. They're a young team. They have a good defense. They played in the NFC. The Chiefs have a good defense. They played in the AFC. And I say this all the time. At least I have these last couple weeks, which now that sounds contradicting. But for the last few weeks, I've said, would you rather have the Eagles or the Cincinnati Bengals? And if that's too tough, would you rather have the Buffalo Bills or the Philadelphia Eagles this year's roster? I bet if I asked 100 people each scenario, Bills, Eagles, Bengals, Eagles, I feel like the majority of that vote, it might not be a slam dunk. I'm not saying it'd be 70-30 or even 60-40, but I think it might be 55-45 AFC team over that NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles. Now, not to discredit Philadelphia. They are the one seed. They went wire to wire, which is very impressive, but... Kansas City won 14 games in the AFC. I'm not trying to say that I'm better than you, but I'm saying there's more talent on one side than there is the other. I understand the NFC has won the Super Bowl the last two years. I get it. Last year, it was a dominant Rams team versus an AFC team that probably shouldn't have been there. The only reason they were is because the best quarterback in the entire NFL and the two-time MVP had his worst half of football he's probably played since his junior year in high school. The year before that, an offensive line was completely shambles. Completely in shambles. It was completely just torn apart. And the best quarterback in the NFL was not able to be the best quarterback in the NFL. I get it. The NFC won. That's all that matters for sure. But let's describe how they won. The AFC is better, no doubt about it. The Super Bowl is huge. The Super Bowl is bright. And it's Kansas City versus Philadelphia. Think about their fan base. Think about Vegas. Vegas has a one and a half dash in front of Philadelphia, meaning they think Philadelphia is the better team. That or 
they want to lose a lot of money, which is never the case. The ankle is fine. The injury report is completely clean and bare. Nobody on the injury report is reported earlier by the Chiefs and on the drive with Carrington Harrison and Rob Brenton. The injury report, zero names. Everyone, good to go. Are they all 100%? No. But not everybody's 100%. Jalen Hurts, the guy's played two games, two games in five weeks. Let's remember some of these things. Let's take the gloves off. Let's stop having fun. The storylines are good. The quarterbacks are great. The historic steps they're making, that's awesome. But football is not an awesome sport. Football is an angry, aggressive, gnarly sport. And that's what the Super Bowl is about to be on Sunday. Coming up on the other side, Mahomes and Kelsey. Are they the best duo in Kansas City? I'll tell you why I think the answer is yes. me a question about how much money it would cost someone to pay me to go watch the Super Bowl at a bar. Is that what the question was? Yeah, or out and about. It's at some sort of like big gathering with a ton of people where you're not in your element. My buddy Tyler's having people over. They'll probably, that, but I that's a assume, house. Like you, you know gonna, the people. Yeah. Well, maybe not all of them. Well, you get my point though. Yeah. So any bar, does the person pick the bar? Do I get to pick it? I know I'm giving a lot of, like, like if I were to go to downtown Lee Summit Mm -hmm. and go to, like, I don't know, Stewie McBruce, they open at 4 o'clock on Sunday for the game. Props to them. Because I always wondered about, like, local bars. Like, do they want to just go home and watch it? Do they just not give a rip? They'll just get drunk with everybody and whatever. I was thinking of more like a, a place that will be extremely crowded. I don't know what the scene is like in downtown Lee Summit. If I were to go to Stewie's tonight, packed. Sure. Because I feel like you've got to be a severe alcoholic to go out tomorrow night. I feel like tomorrow night is a very somber night. Tomorrow is a very, I'm staying in. I'm prepping for tomorrow. I want to get up early and listen to Dusty and Rob Brenton on 9 to 2, a, 9 to 2 uh, on 610 Sports Radio. Or I just want to be fresh and ready to go for this Chiefs game. Tonight, you go down there, I can take a picture if I end up making it down there and show you. And be like, okay, yeah, that's what I would say. Um, I would say a 1000 bucks is what I have to get paid. See, and I don't think there's any price that you could actually pay. I mean, I'm sure that if somebody was said, I'll give you a million dollars, yes, I would end up going. But I would be so miserable having gone and experienced mm-hmm. games. I don't even, like we talked about earlier in the show, I don't even really like going and watching the game with my boys because they just fan it up too hard and stuff like that. Like, it, it just gets to be too much, too much stimulation in my life. And a bar that was super crowded, ooh, no chance. Like, yeah. Oh, God, that sounds so miserable. But shout out to everybody who's going to do it. Just make sure you have a safe ride home, please. Somebody's really just into the game and just grabs your shoulders. You don't know who they are. They're trying to high-five you. You don't know how aggressive Frank's high-five is. Somebody from the A16, not sex, from the A16 says, this guy's more of a homer than Bob Fesco. I'm a homer? More than Bob Fesco? I'm a homer? I don't think I was a homer. Kiss my ass, A16. I don't know what I've said that's a homer take. Homer take, 
Chiefs win this. They're a dynasty. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. Andy Reid's the best head coach ever to coach the game. I haven't said anything like that. Stewie's will be popping tomorrow for sure. Uh, I mean, for sure, there'll be people out. Conrad's may have a good party as well. Owner's a big-time Chiefs fan. Yeah. I always wondered about that. Like, I wondered if you, you know, if you were a bar or an establishment, because I know the there's a lot of places that'll close at, like, 3. I assume the town will probably shut down around 3.30. Everybody will kind of get in their place for the game. But it is interesting, like, what maybe you're doing for the Super Bowl. Different number says Homer is Quinn the, the Clown. I mean, I think he, like, writes for him, so or at least talks about him. So I think he's kind of got to be one. But me, Homer, no, nah, man. I think you're listening to the wrong station, 816. I mean, you got Fesco's name spelled right, but nah, man. Win or lose, it ain't going to affect me one way or the other, just my bank account, which that's why I hope they win. Um, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, KC duos. There's not a big list, not a huge list of, of maybe great athletes that have been a duo on the same team in this town. Now, granted, we don't have a whole lot of sports to choose from. You know, you might have, you know, Moose and Haas. You might put them in the mix. Thomas and Neil. I think there's a lot of people that might say Derek Thomas, Neil Smith might be the best duo when it comes to sports people. I'm not upset. He says, bro, he was calling the Eagles guy, Homer, not you. Chill. LOL. I'm not. I'm just saying, like, there's no there's no context to the text, man. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, you can't assume that somebody... Somebody wants to know what song you let in with the uh, with this session there, Jed. If you want to let people know what song that was, that was uh, "Ain't No" or "Ain't uh, Ain't ah. Life Grand" by uh, Widespread <laughs> Panic. Sorry, I was looking at my next bumper. There you go. So tease. <laughs> um, but I do think that Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes do have a claim as the best duo in Kansas City sports history. I know the '80s. You know, you might have had Brett and Frank, might have put them together as a duo, Super, or World Series runs of recent Moose and Haas, right? You had Salvi and Kane. That's another one that comes to my mind about a good duo where, like, they just kind of had that energy. Somebody says Zussi and Beasler, sure. Definitely not top five, but it's a good one. Dick Vermeil, Dante Hall. I mean, those men shed some tears with each other. That one was a little sarcastic. Kelsey Mahomes are the best duo, and it's obvious. Trying to fill airtime, question mark. Ha, 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 ha. No, I'm just bringing up a topic that maybe you haven't heard. But together, what they've done, how they've made each other's career is even better. You think about Travis Kelsey early on in his career. Kicked off his college team, got brought back on by his brother. Comes to a pro team, kind of a hothead, right? Kind of has a has a bad, you know, whatever. People kind of like, he doesn't catch the ball. He drops the ball. I do remember that. I do remember you. I've been doing this enough times. 
People were mad that Travis Kelsey would drop the ball in big-time situations. And to say that Kelsey and Mahomes are obviously the, the number one, you from the 816 who thinks it's funny and thinks it's okay to be a sarcastic ass, a lot of people are saying that it's Derek Thomas and Neil Smith. I don't think it is. I'm with you. But I do think that where these two have put each other's careers on the map is totally gigantic. You think about where Kelsey came from, where Kelsey is now. I don't think six years ago, obviously time will tell, but I don't think six years ago people thought that Travis Kelsey would be the best tight end or that would be a conversation you might be having. And Travis Kelsey is now having that conversation. What happened six years ago? The Chiefs have, tra- have Patrick Mahomes on their team. Travis Kelsey saw something and said, you know what? It's time to it's time to buck up. My career might be a little bit different with this guy throwing me the ball. And that's something that we'll get to see on this Super Bowl Sunday. Is there a chance that those two get to put two rings on their hands at the same time? And not only that, but they're best friends. It works. If I had to rank my top three duos in Kansas City sports history, it's Kelsey Mahomes, Derek Thomas, and Neil Smith, and Salvi and Kane. Those are my top three. This is After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. I'm no longer filling air. We'll be back on the other side. It's coming up. It's there. It's there. Don't block me. I'm messing with you. LOL. Okay. Mm. Somebody says from the 816, I don't know how much truth there is into this, but it says a lot of people don't know, Dustman, is that the beginning of Patrick Mahomes' career, Travis Kelsey did not like him. Go look it up. I Well, I don't know. I don't know any truth to that. I'd have to find some sources. So I don't know the source of that. If you have that, that's, that's on you. Um... Somebody says, do you think Patrick Mahomes will get a Travis Kelsey MVP? That's tough, right? Like, Cooper Cup won it last year. I think he had 10 catches for 142 yards, no touchdowns, but he won the MVP. Um, could have been Aaron Donald, but it was it was Cooper Cup. There's been times where Tom Brady hasn't won it, and guys other than him have won it. I forget who the guy was that picked off the the pass against Russell Wilson. I think he won that, that one that year. Um... But, yeah, I mean, if, if Kelsey's going to have a big game, I think that that just kind of means that that Mahomes has a big game. I would assume if Kelsey has, like, 130 and two touchdowns, that's a big game. But is that all that really happened passing-wise, or did Mahomes have 130 elsewhere for a total of, like, 260, maybe through for 304 total touchdowns? I think at the end of the day, they're probably going to give it to Patrick Mahomes. But no, I'm not going to block anybody. 835. Big T, go ahead. Hey, man, good stuff tonight. Uh, so you're talking about some tandems. And, you know, what about Otis Taylor, Lenny D? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and then you, you, even on that Super Bowl team back in the day, you, you Lynch and Lanier and Bobby Bell, Buck Buchanan. And that's a good, you know, you talk about George Brett and Frank White. And then how about this, uh, Saberhagen, Quisenberry. And then even in the earlier, uh, uh, the, just recent World Series, this is a, a, a three, uh, 
a trifecta. You had HDH. That was a great tandem. Nobody could stop that bullpen. But, but Dust, man, I'm glad you're talking about Big Red. He's like, you know, everybody has a pops. You know, just a, you're the older guy, he's just your pops. And, and that's Big Red. He's just not their coach, but he's their pops. He's their pop. They go to him for advice. He he loves his players. He treats it's like it's like their second father. This guy, and this is um, kind of what it lead to next. Uh, uh, Big Red, our future Hall of Fame legendary coach, not only is is looking at Mount Rushmore status, he's going to be in Mount Rushmore status. You got Shula at 347. He's 80 behind him, but when we, not if, but when we win the Super Bowl this week on Sunday, he'll only be 79 behind. I don't know if he'll be able to coach that long to catch that, but you never know. Bilicek's still going. He's at 329. That's 62 behind. Bilicek's going the other way. He's not winning as many games as Big Red. And he, how many years is he going to go? We don't know. Then the next guy you got in line is George Hallis at 324. He's 57 behind. And then you got Landry at 270, Big Red at 267, everybody. That's Mount Rushmore legendary status. And like I said, it's not if. When he wins that Super Bowl, and he'll be, this is why I'm picking the Kansas City Chiefs. It's about coaching, and it's about the staff. It's about Sugar Spagnolia, that that, that defensive coordinator, the OC who says our, our, our quarterback's a competitive SOB. And by, by the way, congratulate to that guy for the MVP and the wonderful speech he made everybody who reads red, white, and green proud. That, that's an outstanding young man. You saw the people side of him. He thanked his whole family, his wife, his children, his, his, his mother and father, his siblings. And then he went to the organization from top down and to his pops, Big Red, and then his fantastic teammates in Chiefs Kingdom. Um Wherever you're rolling to this weekend, I don't care where you're watching the game, just jump aboard the train. And don't forget about what I just said, Big Red. And that's the reason why we're going to win this game. He's He's got the resume. He's got him battle-tested and battle-ready. And that SOB, who won the MVP last night, you saw his speech. You heard his speech. Now, if that didn't make everybody's head tingle and make your heart proud, it, it just warmed my heart when I listened to Patrick Mahomes. He is a mirror of Kansas City. We, we work hard. We like to play hard. I think we're a kind, polite city. I think most of us like to help each other. I know we have our faults, too, but it's a damn good city. It's a damn good town. I appreciate 610 for bringing all this pre-Super Bowl coverage. I'm hyped up. I'm pumped up and ready to go. I called Carrington's show earlier today about that Quinn guy, and I said 37-21. Uh, and the reason I said that is because it's a 16-point spread, and that's for the late, great Lenny D. I don't know if that's going to happen more realistically. I'm thinking it's going to be like 30-27 by three points. And then as always, let's go Chiefs. Let's go out and beat the Eagles and get on the train. Man, I hope not. I don't really want this to be a close Super Bowl. I know that's me being greedy, and that's me being the guy that just wants to sit back and and watch a blowout. I get it. I don't. I don't want this to come down to a field goal. I'm. I'm. I want to watch a Super Bowl blowout. Watching all the Super Bowl highlights from from what they had on NFL Network last weekend. I want this to be like when the Ravens played the Giants. Oh, the Giants are good. They're they're really good in the a- NFC. 
the Ravens might have the best defense we've ever seen, and they're being led by Trent Dilfer. Well, the Chiefs have a better defense than people I think are giving them credit for, and they're not led by Trent Dilfer. They're led by Patrick Mahomes. So as much as I do think that, somebody asked me tonight, Big T, to answer your question, not to answer your question, but to go with your prediction. Somebody asked me tonight in our friends group, they said, what's the total score uh, of the game? What's the what's the final score going to be? And I, I do believe, um, I said 28 to 0. I think that's the final score of the game. I think Chiefs win 28-0, but I do think it's 28-17, and then there's a field goal so that so-and-so feels better about the score because that's how football games are often played, right? Look at when the Chiefs played the Jags. I think they were, uh, what was it? I think they were a 10-point favorite. No, it couldn't have been that. I think they were a seven-point favorite. They were up seven, and Peterson kicked a field goal with, like, no time left to make it a backdoor cover. Dan, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Dusty, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good there, buddy. Like I said, I texted everybody in house Marty to get courtesy clerk said the Chiefs are going to blow out the Eagles. I think they are, too, because everybody keeps saying, you know, it's going to be close. I think the Chiefs are going to do the number on them. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go bed early tonight, Dusty. I got a special Olympics basketball tournament at Leavenworth High School tomorrow morning. So take care, Dusty. Have a great evening. Take care. Dan, sounds like you're about to have an awesome weekend as well. I mentioned my week. You're about to have a nice little 48 hours. Good luck in the games tomorrow. Good luck with the sleep. I'm with you, man. I think Saturday night is, you know, man, working the day job, come home, eat a nice dinner, PJs, comfy socks, nice shirt, little oversized, bed, 9 o'clock. I'll call that a night. But I don't know, man. I don't want to see a close game. I know that sounds... Obvious, but are you into that? Like, do you want to see? I mean, obviously, you probably, I mean, I guess you'll be up here again, I remember, but I mean, because then that just means a ton of highlights, which are brutal to cut. But like 21 to three, that's probably not going to do it for you, but also that's going to make your your life a bit easier, right? Um, I'd prefer actually to see a close game just because of the spectacle and magnitude of what the Super Bowl is. I understand your point that obviously we're all Chiefs fans out here that, yeah, to win comfortably would be the best, easiest way to do it. But I, mm-hmm. I just think that the two teams are too evenly matched for it to be a blowout. The official score, I'll give mine now. I had Chiefs 30, Eagles 24. I like that. So you'd bet the over in this game of 51 and a half or 50, which 51, whichever one you're looking at. We did that a little bit earlier tonight. We come back on the other side. We finished this conversation up. Your Red Friday is officially over. FIA 610. But don't worry. I'll tell you when you can catch this again. Who will be on the show? Plus... We'll recap what some bets might have the eyes on, including mine as well, which might be the future. Could be a little bit brighter here in After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. Final segment of the show tonight. 610 Sports Radio, After Hours, Jed Marshall, Dusty Likens with you. Told you I'd tell you when you catch it again. Uh, Saturday, nothing going on. Uh, K-State basketball, obviously, there at Texas Tech. Want to talk about that a little bit. Got a little bit... Uh, out in front, but we'll be back Sunday. It'll be Rob and myself. Nick still in Arizona, so it'll be two guys, one mic, which sounds a little a uh, little kinkier. Uh, it was it was three guys, one mic. Now we're down to two. Um, but we'll be on from nine until two p.m. Nine a.m. to two p.m. We have you all the way up until the Chiefs Radio Network takes takes over, which is Klingler and 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 Holtis and Dayton Hughes. Uh, all three guys that I love and disrespect, not disrespect, love and respect. <laughs> I don't disrespect them. I hope not. Klingler's on the show. Fesco on the show. 
Uh, Nick, Cody, Gold, Carrington, Binkley will be on for the final 30 minutes. I can't imagine anybody else on this station more than that group of dudes that wants to just talk about the Super Bowl and talk to you. Uh, there are two guys on the phone line. We'll go to Brandon first. Go ahead. You're on the air. You're a little loud. Hold on, Dad. Hold on, sorry. Okay. No worries. Sorry, brother. I'm at work. <laughs> okay. No worries. Let's say hey. either fighting a tiger or you're somewhere rowdy. Is, is, yeah. Is it, is it better? Is you're that better? Good. Yeah. Go ahead. Right on. Uh, no, I just wanted to holler at you, pick your brain a little bit. I had yeah. a couple questions for you on the game. Uh, first, uh, give me. Give me your dark horse, or give me, give me your X factor. Someone, someone that someone that we don't talk talk about as much at all. I'm gonna go out and say uh, it's either gonna be a uh, Thornhill or McDuffie for me. It's gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be someone in the secondary, I believe. Okay. And um, are you after we after we after we take that dub? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna go to the parade? And deal with all the hustle and bustle and traffic and people. It's, it's, it's supposed to be nice, like weather-wise. Yeah. But like the crowd and the parking and <laughs> yeah, you know all that jazz. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, I'll, I'll answer your. Oh, I didn't mean to do that too quick, Brandon. I'm, I'm apologizing. He's at work. He's calling us. I feel bad. To answer your two questions, because we don't have a lot of time. I got another guy on the phone line. Um, my dark horse. My dark horse is Jarek McKinnon. That may not be as dark of a horse as many people want. Some people might want me to say Juju Smith-Schuster. You might want me to say Kadarius Toney. Um, minus Jarek McKinnon was quiet in the AFC Championship game. Wasn't very loud in the in the, in the the Jacksonville Jaguar Divisional game. Was very loud there. This is a game that screams Jarek McKinnon can be a guy where the NFL networks can be like, well, we talked about him on Tuesday of last week, and here you are talking about him again this week. Who's He's been quiet lately. He had a huge boom. And then, and then here we go. Um, my buddy Rob says Sky Moore. A couple of people say Canarius Tony. Tyler, go ahead. Let's hear it. Go ahead, man. Yep. Yeah, on the air. Go ahead. Oh, hey, Dirty Werewolf. Hey, this is Tyler from Lee Summit. Yeah, we got Brother. Hey, great show. You and Jed should forget those fancy bars there in Lee Summit. Cruise over to Belt, meet me at the old tool shed lounge and bring cash, no credit card second. Hey, hey, Wolf, uh, my question I have for you is how does Mr. Mahomes end up on that uh, Mount Rushmore? You got to win four if you want to be on the on the slate of faces. Right? There's what four faces on the Mount Rushmore you give? I think Brady, Montana, Manning, and Elway are there right now. So I'd say he's got to win a third. You want to get on Mount Rushmore? You want to be one of the fourth? I think right now your top four quarterbacks, at least in my mind, in my opinion of all time, Brady, Manning, Montana, Elway. I'm sure people will disagree with those four. But if you want to win that, if you want to be up on there, go in a third. Because when, when you win a second, you're with the crowd gets smaller and smaller. You win two, small crowd. You win three, smaller crowd. You win four, real small crowd. Four, you've legitimately put yourself there. You're, you're, you're cemented yourself in the top five. Three, you're already in the top five. Two, I think, gets you into the top five. But three rings get you into the top four. Um, 
Jalen Hurts had a really good quote. How can Mahomes compete with that? Well, that's funny. Sarcasm does play. Prop bets that we have, people were saying, what kind of bets can you give me in advice uh, via text line earlier on? I think a flyer you have to take is Chris Jones. Just 10 bucks on plus 4,000 can win you $400. Again, it's 10 bucks. You probably spent 10 bucks on dumber things. Parliament lights, couple slices of pizza, a lunch ticket. I don't know. 10 bucks on Mah- on Chris Jones to win MVP is plus 4,000. Patrick Mahomes plus 125 uh, to win MVP. Could put some money on that because if you think the Chiefs are winning, then obviously um, more often than not, the quarterback will win the MVP. I know he did not last year, but again, um, you know. Dusty Super Bowl Chiefs LFG. LFG, I know what that means. Patrick, Travis, McKinnon, Chris Jones, Carlos Dunlap, Grant Clark, Dynasty, Neil and Lone Jack's getting jacked up. We're finally here, though. We finally got to Friday, the last Red Friday of the year. That kind of is weird, right? That's kind of ironic that the biggest one is the last one. It didn't used to be that way, so take these moments and uh, and cherish them because of what you've gone through. Uh, good luck, Dan and KCK. There you go. Um, somebody says, I don't care if it's a blowout or a close game as long as the Chiefs win. That's Neil and Lone Jack. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the, I mean, I think we, you want to see the Chiefs win, but I think you do care, honestly, if it's close or a blowout, because if it's like it was in that Tampa Bay game, imagine Tampa Bay fans like we're going to halftime and it's 24 to six or whatever the hell that was. I just stopped watching. I didn't stop, but I, it was, you could tell in that time, but you know, whether they're behind or, or ahead, I mean, it depends on how you like to watch this Chiefs team. They tend to play a lot better when they play from behind. Neil, no one's accusing you of being drunk. I know you're just excited. That's what I said. You're just jacked up. Maybe jacked up has a new terminology. I don't know. That's my music to get out of here. Jed Marshall's the one that does that. Thanks to Jed Marshall for all of his work this evening. I appreciate you handling the phone lines, the tunes, the buttons, the collars, Jay Binkley, hanging up on Jay Binkley and then allowing Jay Binkley to come back. That was very nice of you as well. I am Dusty Likens. This is After Hours. Fans, go out there and be safe. Have fun this weekend. Enjoy it. Soak it in. Remember the hard times. Kyle Orton, Brady Quinn, Matt Castle, all those names. Brody Croyle, Tyler Thigpen, Kyle Orton. That's how you know I'm a real one. Go out there and do something nice for people in this cruel and unreal world. It's nice to care. I'm Dusty Likens. Take care and be safe, Kansas City.